Welcome. This is jazz, just the way we like it. My name is Alfonso Severos, and this is my weekly jazz podcast, recorded live at Brick Arts, the people in downtown Brooklyn, the People's Republic of Brooklyn. Jazz, just the way we like it. We play those classic jazz songs from the 1950s, the 1960s, and the 1970s. And every now and then, some of the newer and modern songs. We play those songs that we listen to as young men growing up here in Brooklyn. And here we are now playing them for your pleasure. And also, to introduce a younger generation to that fabulous, creative American art form known as jazz. I'm in the studio, as usual, with my good friend for over 60 years, folks. We're like true <laughs> Brooklyn folks. Uh, my co-host, Lawrence Williams. Hey, Larry, what's up, good brother? All right, how are you, man? How are you doing? I'm good, good man. Good. I'm good, man. I just, I feel the spring, man. Oh, my God. It's feeling like spring. You yeah, know, well, it's a tiny good. taste of it, brother, but it's coming. Yeah, it's coming, that's for sure. I don't. Yeah. I think we might have had our last bit of uh, snow. Maybe it's possible. Yeah, there's always the maybe with the weather. Yeah, but uh, it's a it's nice day today. It's going to get like fifty six or fifty seven degrees. The sun is shining. Hey, that's working, man. Yeah, yeah, it feels good. It feels good. Yeah, yeah. Well, here we are again on another podcast. This is Jazz uh, episode one eighteen. Wow. We're moving, Larry. Yeah, moving along. Yeah. Well, folks, we always start the podcast out by doing a song that addresses the issues of social justice. Uh, those things that deal with human rights, equality, racism, you know, social justice, the whole spectrum. And here's a song, man, that... Uh, I like, and I know you would like, by a group that I really, really, really love, Sweet Honey in the Rock. And here's a song they did uh, called I'm Gonna Stand. So listen to Sweet Honey in the Rock. I'm 
Sweet Honey in the Rock, I'm Going to Stand. That was uh, performed at the opening ceremony of the Equal Justice Initiative Museum, which is in Montgomery, Alabama. And that was done in April 2018. Uh, that's a nice little piece, Larry. Yeah, I, yeah it was... Uh you know, it, 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 it had like a gospel feel to it, um, uh, the way that they were singing it and, and uh, the music behind it. Um, I think a lot of uh, uh, songs in the injust, uh, that come out about injustice, they take on that, that feel because uh, I guess it has to do with uh, what it has, it has happened in the past and how... Um, you know, how we were affected in the past and either looking for hope or to, to express the misery that we were experiencing. I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of that, a lot of the uh, the songs that are coming out by the folk singers take on more of a gospel, I don't know if there's such a word, uh, tone to it than other songs. Yeah, gospel folk. Sweet Honey and the Rock, though, they have their origins in the 1960s. In the civil rights movement. Oh, okay. And here's the thing about unique thing about this group: uh, as women age out, they bring new women in. The group has continued for 60 years. It's not the same singers that was there in 1966, 67. Wow. So it's an amazing group of all women. Wow. And they usually don't have no instruments, or they would have a bass by itself or a drum by itself. Okay, okay. That's about it. Wow, wow. That's a beautiful group then. Yeah, Sweet Honey in the Rock. And in fact, they're going to be performing in New York City, I think, sometime the month, this month of March. Wow. Uh, one of my favorite groups. And that museum, the Equal Justice Initiative Museum, is one of the newer museums in the South. There's about two or three museums, man, that I definitely want to see, mm-hmm. especially the one that's dedicated to lynching. Yeah, yeah. And and this one too. Is the lynching one in, in Tennessee or is it? No, in, no, no. It's it's uh, Mississippi. It might be Mississippi or Alabama. I don't uh, rem- I don't remember offhand. Yeah. All right. Uh, there was a, a incident in the paper with a basketball player, man, Joe Moran, uh, for the Grizzlies. And a young boy, I think he's about 23, 20, 22, 23, like an up-and-coming, no older than 24, up-and-coming star in the NBA. You know, he's one of the top players in the league. And he went to a strip club, and I, I think he, like, blew $50,000, which is totally insane. Yeah. And uh, he, they videotaped the thing in the strip club, and he was flashing a gun. And this is when he was on the road with the team uh, in between games. And it came out, you know, you can't, I mean, you just can't be doing that. No. And he got partially suspended. Uh, but the idea of this guy who's an idol to so many young kids flashing a gun uh, on a video is not the kind of message we want to see because gun violence, my God, with young people is off the hook. 
Uh, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention revealed a nearly 30% increase in gun-related deaths among youth, young Americans up to the age of 19 between 2019 and 2020. The death includes suicide, accidental shootings, and homicides, with homicides outpacing the other two categories. Black men and boys aged 15 to 34 make up just 2% of the population of this nation. However, they are among 37% of the gun homicides. That's 20 times higher than white males of the same age group. Black men were nearly 14 times more likely to die in a firearm homicide than white men and eight times more likely to die in a fire homicide than the general population. We just saw three teen teen shootings outside of the school two days ago in New York. Yeah, it's in my neighborhood. Yeah. Larry, uh, what do you think, man? I think that I think... prevalence of gun violence? Well, one one of the things that, that... I think that happens is uh, it's uh, available, uh, whereas like in our time, um, the guns that that most I mean that the gangs had were zip guns. They were guns that they made themselves. And they know? didn't work, but and they, didn't, they, they didn't they didn't normally work. Yeah. But that's you know, but that's that that was our time. Now these kids, man, they they are guns are um, they rather have a gun than than anything else. The fact that this guy um, who played for the Grizzlies would do that, he's just, it's its youthful exuberance, but it's also stupidity. You are going to um, risk your livelihood to show how, how freaking... Um, I don't know. I don't know the word to describe what it, what he did, but uh, <clears throat> it's not a message that he, as a, um, a role model, he should be doing number one. And as an athlete, he doesn't need to. I mean, the amount of money that he has, he shouldn't be carrying anything, you know, because of the fact that he can get all this uh, uh, security himself that he can pay for. He doesn't have to carry. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have to do anything illegal. If he wants to go to the range and shoot or whatever, he can do that. You know, but I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand them. I mean, it may be the neighborhood, it may be his upbringing, it may be, I don't, I don't know what it is that 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 would bring, that would make him think that that would be okay to do. Yeah, that's the, that's the key that it's okay to do. I I think that's an important consideration because it's a reflective of. A value and a lifestyle yep. that's right. internalized, in which you see nothing wrong with what you're doing. Uh, it's like you know these these shootings. That is the way of dealing with either conflict or the way of economic mobility. I'm going to get mine, uh, and 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 that is prevalent 
with young people, and unfortunately, it's prevalent with too many young blacks and Latino young kids. I mean, we got kids 13, 14 shooting people. Uh, and it's, 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 it's either they do that or there's nothing else that they see that explains them living and their purpose in living. Yeah. It's about I got to get mine. Yeah. You know? And sometimes it's about like you disrespected me. Oh, that's the whole thing of respect and disrespect. Yeah. Is, is, is a just, it's reflective of a very insecurity. Yeah, yeah. Beneath that is 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 that insecurity <clears throat> of self. So so you 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 take on these false uh uh uh, uh masks, these false facade. And uh I you know, to to us and our generation this idea of someone disrespect the only person that can disrespect you in the sense of make you feel bad is yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's not what other people do. It's how you think about what other people do. So how do you change how how young kids think about what other people do? Forget right or wrong. You know, you generate the feelings within you. Nobody outside of your body generates any feelings within you. You generate it. Yeah, that's 100. That's 100, man. Yeah. Wow, man. I, you know... And and it has all kinds of other consequences because this violence, man, is pushing people politically. It's pushing people towards the right and Republicans. You know, uh, I was reading an article about the swing of Asians and Latinos towards the Republican Party. There's, you know, there's growing concern about that. Uh, and they're looking at some districts in Brooklyn that may go Republican, you know, some Long Island districts did. It's not far, then these are districts that's mainly Asian and Latino. Uh, and a lot of that is pushback uh, on the violence. I can see that, I can see that happening um, uh, in those districts. Um, probably like in, uh, was that like around Fifth Avenue? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I can see, easily see it, uh, especially with the uh, uh, the treatment of of of, of the uh, Asian folks. Yeah. Uh, uh, by a certain by a certain population in the in, in the city, uh, disrespectful. Not even on, not only disrespectful, but. Uh, Write out races, you know, and the language that people mm -hmm. use and and uh, and what they've been doing. Uh, hopefully that that's been improving. I hope that's been improving. Um, I haven't heard as many um, the incidents. Yeah, I haven't heard as many incidents as, as yeah. there were uh, when Adams first got in the office. Yeah, but I don't know if that's a uh, a reflection of his his term as so much as. Maybe it's not being reported as it was reported back then. I I think sometimes the news uh, media is able to make this the hot topic or that the hot topic, and then what we do is we just focus on those things 
and within a half an hour, well, let's let's talk about that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so those things don't stop. It's just that they're not being reported yeah. as much. The news, the news, man, shapes people thinking yeah. about the world and yeah. about themselves. Yeah. And that's the big thing when you have false news, false information, and, and you, you shape people's thinking about everything. We've seen that with Fox News and other, you know, right-wing uh, 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 news channels. Yeah, and, and, and it, do they realize that that's, that's like propaganda, that the, the, yeah. the Nazis, that's how the Nazis yeah. got were able to t- take over their country? Did, like the guy on Fox News, Carlson, whatever Yeah, yeah, name, yeah, yeah. He, he took six hours of film yep. of January yeah. 6th, cut out all the nonviolence, Sections, put it together, and said this was what happened, happened in January yeah, yeah. six. And, and he, I mean, he, I mean, he does this all the time. I know, I know. Is he for real? I mean, I just can't. I can't. I can't imagine. I mean, is he sick? I don't know. Well, I don't know if he's sick or or what did it. What makes him? Uh, who was supposed to be a journalist? What makes him so subjective about his agenda? Uh, he's not a journalist to me. I don't really think it's necessary his beliefs. I think he figures that this will get him up in the news. This will get him ten- attention. This will get him rate- ratings. Ultimately, it comes down to money. Okay. I, 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 I can see and that. This, you know. Gives him job security, money, name recognition, all those kinds of things when, unfortunately, people value. And the reason why I I see what you're saying is because he came, there was an email that he sent that he hated Trump. Yeah, yeah. And yet 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 when he's on the the air, he's 100% for Trump. Here's the thing, Larry. That's the same goals as the guy sticking up people in the street. Attention, money, recognition, these young kids. Yeah. That's the same thing. The, the method is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's the values that, that this country is putting out there has come to portray. Uh, that's just my, my view. Yeah, I see that. I, I, I agree with you on this, you know, um, it's, uh, yeah, I I'm really disgusted with this guy. This guy really, uh, I know, makes me sick to my stomach to think that he he's able to do this yeah. freely. What he, you know? Well, Larry, man, you know, I'm glad we went through the times that we went through. Yeah, me because too. we we have something to compare this madness with. This is not the way it was. There was other issues, yeah, but, sure, but this is not the way it was. Um, okay, man, we got to move on because this is a jazz show. <laughs> we do jazz, but we also talk that little politics because you got to be informed. And I'll use the word, and I know Republicans don't like it, but you know you got to be woke. <laughs> All right, folks, man. So let's stay woke with some jazz. And move on to our first artist. This is John Coltrane, you know. Hey, the man. And this is a piece called By the Numbers. And it was from his album, Last Train. So sit back and enjoy John Coltrane. By the Numbers. ¶¶ 
the numbers with John Coltrane on uh, tennis saxophone and Red Garling on the piano, uh, Paul Chambers on bass and Art Taylor on the drums. That was actually recorded in 1957, but it wasn't released until 1965. And that is definitely early train. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it is powerful. That was such a long uh Solo by Red Garland, man. I, I, I mean, it. I think he was the dominant um, uh, one on that. It may be a train album, but I could hear him all the way through, even to the yeah, end. Yeah, because '57, Train wasn't a headliner. Oh, okay, 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 right. okay. And okay. and and what happened is this: that was part of a recording for Donald Byrd. Okay. And they had this extra recordings. And you know, so they didn't. They said, "Hey, we got some tapes of John Coltrane them that we did in '57. This, and it's now 1965. Let's put it into an album and put it out." And that's exactly what they did. Yeah, because Garland was really, yeah. really heavy on that. Very good. I mean, like the 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 solo in the beginning. I was like, "Is this a Train album or is this a, the Pianist album?" And uh, but yeah. but then he came in. Then he came in and came in like yeah. like that the way that 57, he does. Fifty seven, you know, John Coltrane wasn't the headliner. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Then that's done. Then that then I understand it. Yeah, that's an old slow bebop piece, man. Yeah, you yeah. know, early train, brother. But it's cool. It's definitely cool. Oh yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. Man. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, let's keep moving, man. Uh, here's a guy you know, Larry. I know you know him. Uh, but he's creative as hell. He takes that voice and turns it into an instrument. Al Jarreau. <laughs> and here's our, a piece Al Jarreau did in 1976, man, called Take Five, the Dave Brubeck piece. So sit back and listen to Al Jarreau, Take Five. And a letter perfect from our first album. Uh, we'd like to... Uh, uh, do something different for you now. 
Sometimes, times, if you, if you, the words and music, words and music get a little bit, words and music, words and music get a little bit mixed together, and you don't know quite what to say. Except that I want to tell about it. I used to visit this girl who lived not too far from me in Milwaukee. I was working in the breweries. And uh, uh, I go and I mean, uh, every morning I would wa walk by her house and she'd be sitting on the front, sitting out on the gr out on the sitting on sewing. One morning I said, Hey, can I like to? And that's a kill. Oh boy, I didn't realize that was in there, folks. Sorry about that. Uh, and that's Al Jarreau, man. We got to listen to that. So uh, let's go back. When you take it back. The pound, the pound, the mama not allowed. Single way to visit Japan, I'm out of time, still I know my life's off for me 
me Half a tingle's not too My feet away This mic is right too This beat is simply gone away Now wouldn't it be better Not to be so polite For you look good off For all light You start a little conversation Now it's alright When you're taking fire Yeah Sorry about that little uninvited commercial interruption, but uh, 
Uh, Al Jarreau, man, he can take that voice and imitate just about any instrument. You know, he was born in 1940 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And unfortunately, he passed on in 2017. Man, He first got started in San Francisco uh, in 1965. He really wasn't out going out to be a singer. But uh, he was uh, actually uh, uh, went on to school and was a rehabilitation counselor. But when he was in San Francisco, somehow they got him on stage, and that was it. Uh, how'd you like Al Jarreau, man? Yeah, that was beautiful, man. That, uh, that the way that he he uses his voice, um, uh, <clears throat> it's fantastic. I just can't uh, can't imagine how you could get those. Uh, the modulations and, and and the tones that he's able to do uh, with the human voice, and uh, you know, uh, I like the way it blended in to Take Five. Uh, you know, not blended in, but actually became Take Five. Uh, but I didn't quite know exactly where he was when he first started out. You know, the way that he started out. With, oh uh, yeah, with, he with built that story. He built he built it up. So it was. I, I like the. I like. I mean, I really like the whole thing. I like the. Yeah. That was Al Jarreau, folks, take five. You know, it's it's still March, and, and it's still uh, Women's History Month, so, you know, we got to uh, 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 recognize and pay tribute. And here is one of the, without a doubt, one of the most famous women in jazz, uh, Ella Fitzgerald. And here's a piece she did, man. It's beautiful. I concentrate on you. Whenever skies look gray to me, mercy, and trouble begins to brew. Whenever the wintry winds become too strong, Come 
to prove that even wise men can be wrong. I concentrate on Fitzgerald, I concentrate on you. That is what I call a voice is non-pareil. That's a word from I learned in boys' high English class, man, meaning none better. Uh, What what tone and clarity in that voice, Larry? Yeah, I I was, while I was listening to that, I was just thinking, I said, I was thinking to myself, like, what part of the country was she born in? What part of the country, uh, what, what uh, city did she grow uh, was born in? Because she is so clear. Uh, her, her, her I, I mean, I was, I was listening, trying to see if she ever went off. At no point does she go off. Uh, and it's so clear. Every note is precise. Uh, but I, I, I'm, I'm just curious whether or not she's from the West or I know she's not from the South. I don't believe. Uh, I think she is. She is from the South, and she so. she's got I that don't, that I don't diction. Offhand. Yeah, but that uh, she has a natural voice, man. I know natural range, natural tone. Yeah, but I'm just thinking about the the diction in terms of like yeah. it's it's just perfectly clear. Yeah, I would yeah. have to check that out. 
but yeah, you that, that's what I like about this song. You can really hear Ella. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, here's an old piece, man. This was recorded in 1965 for uh, German TV. Uh, and it has Wes Montgomery on guitar and Johnny Griffin on saxophone. So sit back and enjoy this, folks. And it's called Blue Monk, a piece by... Uh, Thelonious Monk, Blue Monk. And here are Johnny Griffin and Wes Montgomery playing Blue Monk.
That's a piece recorded in 1965 for German TV with Johnny Griffin on uh, sax and uh, Wes Montgomery on guitar. It's a pretty nice piece. Yeah, that was really nice, really nice. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I like the way that, that their arrangement of that uh, particular piece. Uh, when um, when Monk did it, uh, it I, I think he did that in the 50s, if I'm, I may be wrong about that. But... Uh, it was a very good, uh, yeah. you know, uh, piece. Yeah, that's like a classic that. song, Blue yeah. Monk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's keep moving, folks, man. Here's uh, an old Miles Davis piece uh, called Freedom Jazz Dance. Miles Davis. So uh, early Miles. So let's listen to Miles Davis on Freedom Jazz Dance. And you know, every time you see stuff in the f- that has freedom in it, you know it was done in the 60s, man, because that was the theme going around. And this was done in 1967. Uh, and it was called On the Miles Smiles album. So sit back and enjoy, folks. Thank you. 
That was Miles Davis of Freedom Jazz Dance. Uh, I believe the album came out in 1967, but this song, I believe, was recorded in 1964. You had Miles Davis on trumpet with uh, uh, Wayne Shorter on tenor sax, Herbie Hancock on piano, Ron Carter uh, on bass, and Tony Williams on the drums. Man, that was a pretty nice piece, Larry. Yeah, that was a great quintet there with uh, with Wayne, who just passed away recently. Um, man, I was trying to figure out who the sax player was in that, that of course, yeah. that was Wayne. And uh, wow, that's a nice piece. That was yeah. like uh, it was starting to go into that uh, in a different direction with yeah, with that. Yeah. We we got one, you know, in the next couple of weeks, man. One of the shows we got to do dedicated to Wayne Short and just play his music. Yeah, I, I think that would be a great idea to, uh, to show yeah. respect. Yeah, absolutely, man. This guy was uh, unbelievable. Yeah, he was. Well, we got time for one more uh, piece. And, you know, hey, what can I tell you? It's March, Women History Month. Man, we got to include this lady, Nina Simone. Nina Simone. And this is a, a song. It was, uh, in fact, my daughter's favorite Nina Simone song, Feeling Good. So enjoy this piece, last song. And feel good. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day. It's a new life for me, yeah, it's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me. And I'm feeling good. Fish in the sea, you know how I feel. River running free, you know how I feel. Blossom on the tree, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me. And I'm feeling And fly out in the sun You know what I mean, don't you know? Butterflies all having fun You know what I mean Sleep in peace when day is done That's what I mean And this old world is a new world And a bold world for me shine, you know how I feel, scent of the pine, you know how I feel, oh, freedom is mine, and I know how I feel, it's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new
That's Nina Simone singing about female empowerment and rejecting imposed expectations. Uh, what a song, man, speaking to truth, love, and feeling good. Hi, Larry, man, that was a great. Nina is just amazing. Yes, she is. I love that voice. Yeah. So, so unique. Absolutely, man. You know, you know folks, what can I tell you? It's that time. There I go, there I go, there and, uh, I go. And we had a wonderful time bringing this show to you. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Larry, it's always great having you, brother. Great, great being here, Al. I love it. Yeah. Well, folks, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and tune in next week. And as always, to the next time. Peace and love. Very close to you. Turns me your slave. Come and do with me any little thing you want to. Anything, baby, just let me get next to you. Am I insane or do I really see heaven in your eyes? Bright as stars that shine up above you. In the clear blue skies How I worry about you Just can't live my life without you Baby, come here Don't have no fear Oh, is there a wonder why I'm really feeling in the mood for love So tell me why Start to think About this weather, my dear this little dream might fade away There I go talking out of my head again Oh baby, won't you come and put our two hearts together That would make me strong and breathe Ooh, when we are one I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid If there's a cloud up above us Go on and let it rain I'm sure our love together will endure a hurricane Oh, my baby, won't you please let me love you And give me relief from this awful misery James, well, you can come on in, man, and you can blow now if you want to. We're through. <laughs>